Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we of course want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, they are still award winning, they're still there. If you live in the Northeast Ohio area, you can order it for takeout and delivery if you live in Lakewood. If you want to go there, they are still they are doing limited seating. So head on over to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to uh, Pollyanna DIY, we're always going to thank him because he did so many cool things uh, for us. Uh, he still has some inventory that you can purchase, so check it out. He's got a lot of really cool different things. Uh, we always got enamel pins for him, but he's got so much more than that. Ohio and- resident now. Ohio resident. Is it official? I was thinking about saying it, but I was like, I didn't know. I saw it. He said he lives in Ohio now, so he's officially uh, an Ohio resident. There you go. Uh, and thanks to Smartmark Video and their merger with independentwrestling.tv. Because of the two, watching AIW has never been easier. You can go to smartmarkvideo.com and purchase AIW on DVD or uh, digital download MP4. Every AIW show really ever recorded is available, so plenty of uh, things to keep you busy there. And if you want, you can sign up for IWTV using the code ABSOLUTE. Get yourself a five-day free trial and check out the subscription beforehand, a rotating AIW archive, as well as an unbelievable number of other independent wrestling promotions on there as well. Uh, and with that, we get into this week's episode. Live is, from the Paul Greer Studios. From the Yes, from the Paul Greer Studios. Uh, brought to you by the mysterious benefactors, the Goldstein Brothers. The, uh, yes, yes, yes. The uh, We need a segment uh, brought to you by the mysterious benefactors. <laughs> well, this whole we'll do, episode. Uh, when we talk about the show, the, that, that portion will be sponsored officially by the mysterious benefactors, the Goldstein Brothers. All right, all right, perfect. At the moment, we're just coming to you from the Paul Greer Studios. Uh, this is a hard sell Monday, and because uh, we are going to Thunder in Indianapolis. Uh, John Thorne, AIW owner here, of course. As always, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And uh, this is this is the week of show... Show we're number back, two. We're, we're back to uh, we're back to the social distancing uh, podcasting this week. <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, man, what a disaster everything was. I, well, we didn't have a show last week. We should probably address that for those that don't know why. Uh, as soon as I uploaded episode two hundred, like literally, as soon as it finished uploading, my computer froze, and uh, I couldn't get it anything to happen. So I did like a hard restart on it, and then yeah. It, <laughs> It just wouldn't come back on. I kept getting this <laughs> boot disk error, um, and uh, I didn't know what to do. So I took it in and to a computer place because I don't know anything about fixing a computer. And, I mean, I guess a lot of computers are breaking because they said it was going to be five days before they could even look at my computer, which is really what put the nail in the coffin of being able to do a podcast last week. Yeah. Uh, is it? Can we, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I, I was going to say, can we blame it on either the Duke or the Rip City shooters as you I were blame trying every, to? I, I blame everything on the Duke, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it. then they called me and they said that my hard drive had totally crashed. And 
if I wanted to recover everything on it, it would cost probably one to two thousand dollars. <laughs> so, wow. uh, whatever was on my computer, uh, spe- like ev- all the raw files from every one of the podcasts and probably various other things that I need that I don't want to think about is gone forever probably because i did not want to spend the one thousand to two thousand dollars that was not in the uh that was not in the budget being so close to a show so that uh that hard drive is in a weird foil sealed package sitting on my kitchen table right now i don't know it's like they said it was something like uh static free packaging i don't know something that you're supposed to put a hard drive in and uh, i just got a brand new hard drive put in my computer so i had absolutely no like nothing on it it's you know completely just like there's nothing uh i lost all my allegedly illegally downloaded editing programs so i had to and i don't even know how to do that anymore so i had to bite the bullet and buy editing programs for the first time in my life it's like uh i'm like a real real adult now you know we got to get you in my programs. We have to get you uh, these external hard drives to see. I got two. I, so I have two external hard drives and all of the AIW shows are still at my disposal. All those digital files. I still okay. have. But uh, you, you need one for the podcast then. I, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, like the, the only thing that, w- that I really meant, like am going to miss because, you know, obviously all the podcast episodes are, available but there was like the stuff that was edited out there were some epic like rants from chandler biggins (laughs) that uh were left on the cutting room floor for various reasons uh those are gone forever uh, unfortunately that's i mean that off the top of my head that's like the stuff that i i'm really uh you know wanted to keep for whatever reason uh like like when we had him going crazy from biggins bucks yeah like there's just (laughs) A lot of there's a lot of stuff that you know maybe wasn't for public consumption at the time, but was very funny uh, amongst ourselves. And uh, I also lost a couple things that were rediscovered um, that we had taped for Patreon that I found during quarantine. That now I'm gonna have to go back and see if. I cleared those memory cards or not when I transferred them to my computer. I haven't got around to that, but the epic uh, worldwide alternate commentary where he just decided to do it in like a English accent for two hours uh, that might that might be gone forever, unfortunately. <laughs> never never made it to release on the Patreon, but so I was dealing with all that stuff. Um, on top of, uh, I got a new job, which I will not discuss any further. But <laughs> I, I got a, I got a new job that is uh, really put a lot of. Uh, it's really eaten up a lot of my, my extra spare time. So I've been like transitioning into doing that and dealing with all this stuff. So yeah, this is the first time uh, I've gotten my computer operational enough to uh, be able to do a podcast. Welcome to the John Thorne Studios. Uh, <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't got that pay, first paycheck yet, brother. Should be hitting. Should be hitting the. Should be hitting the account uh, as soon as I hit, arrive in Indianapolis, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, good. So, shots at Coach's Tavern, folks, all oh, around. Yeah, you, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know. I might be a real, real generous guy if people see me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you you're, you don't know what to do with yourself. It's gonna be great. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. My life my life has changed in the last two weeks, so it's you, sh- uh, you should just not. It's crazy. That's what you not changing. That's it why I bought those. That's why I bought those computer programs this time around. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good planning there. Um, you know, there's. Uh, <laughs> it's also why I've uh, privatized all of my social media for the time being. Yeah, which is it was just funny. I'm sure some people think it's for other reasons, but it's uh, work, no, work I just, purposes. It's for work purposes. I mean, you never know. Like, don't you read never too know far how, into it. Yeah, you never know how wrestling's going to play in the works in a in a new career setting. So uh, yeah, I just locked locked it down just to be safe until. I get a little comfortable in the new, the the new uh, career. Well, last time we came to everybody was uh, for episode two hundred here with the podcast, and uh, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. We had our guests with the sh- the shooters and the Duke reminiscing with us, um, and and now we roll into. Well, we should also before we even get into the show, we should yeah. talk. You know, we did do we. That we did was do a Patreon, really per- so. Yeah, that was a very productive day. We we got three or four Patreon podcasts recorded that are going to start rolling out this month, yeah. including the brand um, new Shooting with the Shooters. Shooting with the Shooters, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll release that this week before we uh, head to Indianapolis. But so you know, we're we're getting we're getting back in the swing of things and getting you know making content, producing a priority again. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are aware that it was kind of on the back burner during all this COVID stuff. But uh, as you know, we've now we're on our second show in a month and, you know, who knows what's going to happen after the collective uh, if we can, you know, if we'll do another show this year or not, but uh, we're definitely putting an emphasis now on getting back into producing some new content. Yeah, and you know that's a question that's uh, we might as well get into this right now before we talk about before we truly do hard sell Monday here. But uh, uh, that's a question that's going to be come up coming up is is Ohio has discussed opening things up even more. Technically, restaurants are allowed to be open. They still got to keep distancing, which means they're not truly at full capacity because uh, you can only fit so many people in there when you're spacing everybody out. But um, the hello whiskers uh the idea is that next for the dominoes of fall would be events and capacities at at uh like right. concert venues and things like that and they they did do some stuff where they opened up the capacity for entertainment venues um yeah. late last week i believe so you know things things are progressing in this area as well and a lot of people feel that they're going to progress very quickly, um, you know, as we close out the year. Uh, and that kind of, you know, and, and there's a lot of factors for us to weigh in on, you know, if we want to do things, you know, if we can possibly do them, capacity issues, like all the same what ifs are still on the table. However, it seems that there is going to be a lot more leniency at least the way things are going with you know the new rulings on um entertainment venues in the last week or so and we're not saying leniency like we're gonna fucking pack the place we're just saying right if you can do things with proper social distancing you don't have to like uh limit it to 30 people in the in the crowd it's like all right if 
if you can have 200 people at the same time in a grocery store or in a bar and restaurant, why can't you have 200 people safely spaced out watching a show? You know, that's right. what we're talking about in terms of leniency. Because of, as of right now, that's kind of all been laid out a little, I guess, inconsistent for lack of better terms because you know there is that school of thought and 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 some of those things especially at a bar or restaurant you know, you know look we could put right now we could put 150 people in the Odeon and have them spaced safer than what i think people are allowed in bars and restaurants yeah I, absolutely I think. absolutely and i mean that's really been you know i know that there's been some critics on uh <clears throat> AIW doing these shows in Indiana however it has been a great kind of trial for us to figure this out and learn the system and be able to perfect the system for when Ohio does open things back up. It, like, If we had to come in cold for a show in Cleveland and try to come up with this all on our own with no experience, it would, in my opinion, I think it would have been extremely stressful and difficult for us to pull off. But I do feel a lot more confident now that we've done one. As of this Friday, we will have done two. And, um, you know, I, I think that another thing, you know, we, we talked about it when we talked about the show, but it really kind of proved that we have a very elite crew, you know, which uh, they're all wrestling students and will eventually be wrestlers. But it is good to have that infrastructure built into the AIW system. And as, you know, new students come in, you know, they, they learn those jobs and people move up and it's it really showed that AIW has a system in place and, you know, not only for becoming a wrestler, but just, you know, staffing a wrestling event as well. And then, you know, it just, everything was such a well-oiled machine when we did. Um, I assure you we're open. I'm very confident in this Friday as well. And I'm confident for the day that we can do it in Cleveland too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, we'll still require masks. That's mandated across the state of Ohio. And, and certainly if you're coming this Friday to Indiana, it's going to be the same deal. Temperature checks are going to happen. Masks are going to happen. If you're not feeling well, we'll always tell you stay home. Don't endanger anybody else. Um, especially as we've seen in, in Cleveland now, uh, a la the nothing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the debates last week and and fallout from from there and things that happened but uh yeah so look we're, we're should the time come that we can run in cleveland we are going to do it safe and if you don't feel safe you still don't have to come right but know that we are not being jackasses about it we are probably being more responsible than I, I don't know. We're being more responsible than a good portion of businesses out there, I would say. I think so. You know, like, I think that, um, you know, like, you could just walk into Walmart and touch 8,000 things and nobody says anything or cleans right. anything. You know, right. like, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, allegedly, no disrespect to Walmart's cleaning protocols. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's all alleged. You could go uh, in, you could go in there the with. <laughs> You can go into a store with a fever and and have symptoms. Yeah, you, like you're not like you're not getting screened to go into the grocery store or anything like that. Um, yeah, you know, the, like there there's there's not a uh, you know there's not a up up in staffing at the you know the corner drugstore or anything like that to where you know they're they're 
cleaning things down at an excessive rate. There's still, you know, just two teenage kids working the register or whatever. So like, I don't know, I feel a little bit more confident in the way we're doing things, but you know, I'm also biased in that thought, I I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's true. Uh, But you know, let's, let's roll into this Friday uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hard sell baby. Hard sell. At 8 p.m., that's an Eastern time, uh, folks. So if you're watching us anywhere across the country, know that. Uh, 8 you wanna o'clock. Show, you want to you wanna, you wanna know how smart I am? I had to Google that. You had to make sure that we I, were I, not I, in Central? Yeah, I, I wanted to make I – I had to Google what the uh, – well, last month, not for this time, but I had to Google it uh, last month to make sure that – we were starting at uh, 12 Eastern because I thought that for some reason Indianapolis was in Central Time. So I was like, "It is, fuck, uh, it fuck, is, I gotta, I, I gotta be there an hour earlier." It is further west in Indiana. Or later, where I don't even does, know. Uh, yeah, it does switch. It does switch over in Indiana in certain parts of it, but it's further west in Indiana where it goes to Central Time. Uh, so there you go. If you're uh, you're traveling in, know that Eastern it Standard Time, right? Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. You got it. Uh, it is thunder in Indianapolis. Hell yeah, time zones. Time it was zones, supp- baby. <laughs> it was supposed to be thunder in paradise, but uh, you know we're doing it in Indianapolis, which is, has I guess paradise of its own. Uh, <laughs> Coach's Tavern, lots of paradise. Coach's Tavern is paradise. There is a Kokomo in Indiana. Did you know that? No, I did not. There you are. Fun fact. Uh, and, you know, just to, uh, you know, dive a little deeper into the show name. Yes. Really didn't have a lot of time. Really didn't have a lot of time to, to come up with one. Uh, so, you know, like Thunder in Indianapolis or Thunder in Indianapolis was just going to be like a placeholder. And then, uh, you know, things just life happens, guys. And. Didn't come up with anything better, so we just rolled with it. Yeah, I think that we we were like, yeah, okay, we could just do this. And then we kind of talked about something, and then we never came back to anything. Yeah, it just, you know, a, a lot happen, A lot happens. I don't know, you know, like it's just it's been it's been crazy craziness. Well, and it came it, everything kind of came together pretty quickly too, and it was like, all right, hey, we want to get uh, graphics from everybody that's participating in the collective, so that those can go out, and so it was yeah, a it, very it, quick it really turnaround. Did, it really did come. It, it it snuck up, you know, very very quickly. Like, and I believe I even said like. Uh, when the tickets went on sale, I thought yeah. we were like, oh, we're just doing like the group packages. Cool. And then like uh, I was driving back from Columbus and it's like, you know, sup, sup grabs tickets now on sale. Black Label Pro tickets now on sale. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> I didn't even set up the Eventbrite page. And and there are still tickets available, by the then way. I, then I realized <laughs> that I put like wrong. I, I wanted to charge more more money for the tickets. And, oh, yes. Uh, this weekend I realized that I didn't put in what I had thought what I wanted to charge for the ticket prices. So, Hey, if you got those second rows, you got a fucking deal. Let me tell you what. Hey, there, you, there you go. Things are coming in on uh, a little bit of a, a discount, I guess. So tickets are yeah, still available. They're coming in on a John is a fucking idiot and didn't pay attention discount. So enjoy it. <laughs> But uh, first row was completely sold out, right? Yes. 
first row sold out. You still got some sporadic floor seating that is available in different groups, uh, single, two, yeah. There's four. like there, there's sporadic floor seats. Um, you know, uh, general mission. There is going to be a lot of general mission, um, which you know the place is big. But if you want to be up close and personal um, to this uh, barbed wire match, and also. Uh, the the preferred bleacher seating, I think people just see that and they're like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't want to sit in the bleachers. Those are probably the best seats in the venue because they are right dead center where the ring is going to go. Yeah. And they, were, they are where, you know, what they would call TV side if you were, like, buying tickets to Monday Night Raw or whatever. Like, that's where the camera is going to shoot. So those are all available. We have sold zero preferred bleacher seating. So grab them if, you know, grab them while you can. Yeah, so there you go. Grab your preferred bleacher seating. Be on, uh, and we're going, and we're television. going every, we're going every other row in the preferred bleacher. So it's like, and they're, you know, they're going to be assigned. But you know, wherever you're at, the row behind you or in front of you is going to be completely empty. You know, that's, that's the that's the way it's explained to me. That's a good point of note because as we were talking about safety precautions and everything, I'm sure people were wondering about that i don't know if that's impacted the sales on there so there you go if you want the preferred bleacher seating but you're wondering all right i'm in the bleachers but i've got somebody in front and behind me that's a little too close for my comfort you're going to be spaced out still uh so we'll go every other row there but they are going to be great seats um i believe somewhere on the aiw account you can see a picture of of spider nate webb standing in the middle of the arena and behind (coughs) him we've got it circled that's your preferred bleacher seating and it's a cool thing. Look, that arena typically holds a few thousand people. And uh, so we're, we'll still do it to what, it's 500 as our max, I think, or something like that, John. Uh, yeah, which we're, we're nowhere close to that. So Yeah, but that's, but again, that's, that's the, the max out level that, uh, that's, just to yeah, make you I, feel safe, and, folks. <laughs> right. And Indianapolis is <clears throat> fully open for business. There's no restrictions, but we are going to keep that keep them yeah 25 capacity in place yeah so uh come on out there are still the tickets available uh you can go to shop.aiwrestling.com and grab those you know to be honest i don't even know if jesse the mark put them on there but if you just go (laughs) to uh you know like dude my life has just been like you know uh, i don't know it's just been a fucking whirlwind of um different things going on and uh i may have just never sent him the no they're not on shop. they're not honest don't go to shop.arwrestling.com folks go to aiwnd.eventbrite.com there you go or any of our any of our social media uh if you're on our email list i mean we we're pumping this link out like crazy this week if you want tickets you'll be able to find it but the other thing, of course, if you can't make it, if you're too far away from Indianapolis, if you still don't feel comfortable going to the shows, you can watch this on Fight TV. It is $12.99 if you want to watch just AIW. You can purchase that if you would like to watch much of The Collective and a whole bunch of other shows, maybe all of the shows, which includes, uh, I would imagine, free replays as... Unlimited replays. Unlimited if you replays as we beginning. Uh for the entire collective. Uh, So that's a deal for you right there. But again, AIW is $12.99. We're going live at 8 p.m. Eastern Friday, this Friday, October 9th, from Indianapolis, Indiana, with Thunder in Indianapolis. 
And uh, man, this snuck up, man. This snuck up quick. It, it really did. I almost didn't have a new blazer, John Thorne. Dude, Ooh. I almost, I almost could not come. Uh, <laughs> you know, I talk about the new, the, the new job. Uh, you know, I'm in the transition where you're getting trained, and like my first day. They say you'll officially take over on October 9th. And I went, oh, man. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, you know. Can you do it October 12th? <laughs> can I take it over on the 12th? Or <laughs> Do they so say that that's was a, okay? That was, a weird, that was a weird conversation to have, you know, when uh, you're getting hired. But uh, I ironed it all out. We're, I, I will be there. I'll be there this Friday. Perfect. Hell or high water. That's good to know. Even even if I got to fly in like the Duke. (laughs) Oh, also, oh, by the way, that reminds me, uh, don't forget to, if you are on Patreon, make sure you check out uh, John Thorne's unpackaging, unboxing. What do we call that? Oh, yeah. My John's big purchase. It's called on Patreon. John's big purchase on Patreon. It's, uh, boy, it's something fantastic. And, if if you are a fan of this podcast, then you are really going to want to check that out on the AIW Patreon because it is a throwback to oh, yeah. one of the most popular episodes of all time. I will just say that. So it's in the uh, it's in the five dollar content is king tier. Uh, so you know if you do the five dollars uh, Patreon subscription, you'll get everything that's under the five dollars, including. My big John John's big purchase video that uh, that's the first thing I produced when I got this computer back because we had filmed it on our content creation day. Yes. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but, you know, let's let's talk about this show, Thunder in Indianapolis. It is not the exact same card that we were going to have in uh, Tampa Bay for Thunder in Paradise. I guess let's start there, John. What is some of the thinking there? Is it because not as many people were going to be around for it? And and this is really <coughs> more, while, while Thunder in Paradise was going to be a true AIW show, this is probably even more of a true-to-form AIW show, I think even more so. And I imagine the thought being because a lot of our guys have been, had a layoff. Am I guessing that's, yeah. that's kind of the thought? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, it's not the same card that was going to happen in in Tampa, you know, but you have to you have to remember and, you know, it's it's never a sure thing. But Tampa like WrestleMania weekend is a lot sure of a thing than trying to do this with no big anchored event in town or anything like that with, you know, covid restrictions. There's a lot of there's a lot of factors. So instead of going with the same card, I decided to try to get a little bit more creative, save money in certain places. And also, you know, guys, guys, and guys got on the show that probably would not have been on the show in Tampa. Um, because they are AIW, you know, just AIW guys, but you know, it's just, uh, this, this is a trying to think of how to explain it. This is a, a safer way to put them out there than say, you know, put them out, put them out on a show in Tampa, WrestleMania weekend, where you're up against, you know, 35 different shows at the same time slot. You know, the, the, yeah. I, I guess the psychology in booking it and putting the card together is a little bit different uh, this time around, because like I said, you know, 
you you, you don't want to spend you know every dollar that you have because you know we I, I said you know our capacity is 500 and we're nowhere near 500 right now and you know the show's in four days or whatever so um you know uh, that i feel a little i guess i don't know re- not relaxed but i feel like i made the right decision and maybe kind of trimming off some of the more expensive plans that were set for for tampa if that makes sense yeah what, i mean what we're looking at here to to drive that point home and help you out a little bit is you know we are the show in Indianapolis on Friday at 8 p.m. Whereas if you think about last year or even if we had run in Tampa, there would have been six other, other shows happening at 8 p.m. on Friday that we would have oh, to compete 8 p- 8 against for your attention. Yeah, 8 p.m. on Friday would have been crazy, but we were going to be midnight in Tampa, which yeah. you know we thought was going to be a safe time slot. And then there were probably... F- four shows running at midnight at you know this year on a thursday night in tampa so um you know you gotta you gotta be you gotta be a little bit more competitive in mm-hmm. that situation and there's a lot there's a lot of risk in that situation you know while there is a lot of risk in this situation with covid and no big anchor event you know it's just two different kind of frame like mindsets but you you know, like I'm not saying that we uh, we're we're putting out a bad card on Friday. I'm saying we're putting on a card that works for all of the you know circumstances surrounding the event, and you know that's kind of the difference in a card you're going to put out in WrestleMania weekend and a card you're going to put out you know right here. You know, there's going to be no no chance of international talents or anything like that. You know, at, at the collective this year. Um, so it's, uh, it's just kind of a different mindset and, you know, you just don't know how it's going to go. So, you know, that did get, you know, people on and it it opened up opportunities for people to Mm -hmm. hopefully knock them out of the park on Friday, you know, like no disrespect to, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Derek Dillinger or, you know, even Dr. Dan, but, you know, they may not have made it onto the card in Tampa, but now, you know, they can make it onto this card. And also a lot of that has to do with how, you know, even the original card that we were going to do, a lot of that changed after I assure you were open. We ma- we called audibles there, you know, like the karate man was gonna, supposed to be a one-time thing. And, <laughs> uh, you know, that didn't happen. So um, you just kind of have to go with the flow and, um, you know, see how things, see how situations are evolving and uh yeah you know that's that's where we're at honestly i i i feel very confident in this card i feel very confident that it's going to be good for aiw and that we are come we're all coming in with the same mindset that we went into jersey city with last year in which we're going to do everything we can to steal the weekend and that's no disrespect to the other shows that are going on that's just the mindset that I know that a lot of our guys are coming in with, uh, especially the ones that this is their only shot. You know, this is their only shot on the weekend. Yeah. And, you know, we saw, we saw, you know, a star making performance last year with Josh Bishop and Dominic Garini. Um, they came in with the same kind of mentality. And I think that there's a lot of people that are coming in, you know, with a lot to prove on Friday, which I think 
really adds to the quality and allure of the AIW show. You know, there are guys that are on every single show and, you know, bless them for that. But I just think you get a different, I think you get a different performance out of somebody that's only got one or two versus the guy that's got nine or 10. And, um, you know, guys have a lot to prove this, this, this weekend. And especially, I think a lot of the people on the Friday night AIW lineup have, have a ton to prove. Yeah. And it's a, it is a wide variety. This is a true AIW product in terms of the variety of styles and matches that you're going to see. Uh, you're not going to see a ton of death matches. You're not going. And, every uh, match well, is not going to be a technical just thing, to, you know. Just to cut you, just to cut you off yeah, yeah. here for a second, like uh, this is a AIW experience that mm-hmm. Cleveland gets on a monthly mm-hmm. basis, you know. Yes. Which I think, you know, may and. I think was the right decision to do to to go with you know with what we were going to present this Friday night, you know like I said obviously it's a little bit different than what we presented last year or what our intentions were to present in Tampa but you know that goes into the WrestleMania weekend psychology of you're you're competing you're you're in a big competition with a lot of people with a lot of money and you have to you have to do different things I think this is going to be a much more traditional AIW experience. And I think the people that are traveling from Cleveland are, are really going to appreciate that. And I think that people that have never seen AIW before are also going to appreciate that because, you know, this is what we do on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, let's let's talk about this card as, as we get into Thunder in Indianapolis now. Uh, this segment brought to you by the Goldsteins, the ben- mysterious benefactors uh, here at the Paul Greer Studios. But... Let's start with two of the marquee matches, and I'm talking about Dan Housen versus Mordecai and the Karate Man versus Tom Lawler. <laughs> neither, neither of these matches were planned. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, these came together probably in the last month, I would say. You know, um, the Karate Man, Ethan Page was probably not going to be booked on on this. To be perfectly honest. I, we were going to go with uh, initially, which was probably what was going to happen in Tampa. There were two plans for Tampa. One was Lee Moriarty and Eric Stevens, and the other was Tom Lawler and Eric Stevens. And I was leaning towards doing the Tom Lawler-Eric Stevens match here in Indiana. Um, then the Karate Man happened. And, you know, that is a credit to those guys and giving them the creative freedom to do whatever they wanted. Um, you know, it was just supposed to be like a one-off joke thing for the AIW return show, get a little bit of attention. haha. And it took on a life of its own. And, you know, after it happened, they were like, we, we have to do it again. Like we, like, and I was like, you're right. We do have to do it again. And we're probably gonna have to do it again next month at the collective, honestly. (laughs) And this, this is the only place all weekend that you can watch and see the Karate Man. You can, yeah, you he can had some off, he had some offers. He had some offers, but uh, he gave AIW exclusivity. Yeah, uh, so Karate Man exclusive to AIW for the entire weekend. You looks you're welcome to go watch All Ego, Ethan Page as played by or, Julian, the, or the North. Wherever. You could you could watch the North this weekend too. You know he's you, doing yeah. he's doing it all. He's doing the North. He I think he's got a singles. He's got the Karate Man. Um, 
So, you know, you, you'll be able to experience, uh, you know, the, like the three faces of Foley, the three faces of Julian uh, this weekend <laughs> at the Collective. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that this was obviously never, never in a million years I suspected was going to be in the lineup. Uh, even as the before the show started uh, last month in Indianapolis, this was not on the books at all. Um and the no, same this- goes. The same goes for Mordecai and Danhausen. This was also a, a thing that was not on the books. Um, you know, Danhausen has been residing in an evil lair in Canada. So, yeah. you know, um, we were trying to get him on. Uh, I assure you, we're open. And you know, based on the quarantine schedule that he has to do when he comes into America and returns to Canada. Uh, it was it it did not work out he was still going to be quarantining so i I was trying to think of something for for him and i had all sorts of different ideas um and ultimately you know because kevin thorne just will randomly call me a lot (laughs) and like (laughs) we stay in contact all the time for some reason and uh i just randomly was like hey i got this idea and he didn't write back. So I was like, oh man, he must not like that idea. And then he called me like two days later. He's like, I love Dan Housen. He's like, I love it. He's like, uh, you know, let's do it. He lives in Indianapolis, you know, so yeah. saving on a plane ticket, you know, there goes to that, uh, that, that saving money where we can idea. And, uh, you know, so I, I just thought it, you know, it, it worked out. Listen, Mordecai, I thought was the fucking coolest character in like early two thousands WWE, and uh, I don't know, like I I loved when we booked him the first time in Jaylet, and now to be able to do this, and you know, let's be let's be honest, like this is you know I, I know the people want evil shit at the collective. They all survived the Black Craft show, and uh, you know while we while we will not go uh, full on Black Craft disaster. I wanted to give uh, give the people a little bit of evilness back at the collective again. Yeah, and so that, see, that's what you're gonna have out of, out of this. Mordecai Kevin Thorne is one of those guys who's like uh, he's not an AIW guy because he's not here that often, but he is an AIW guy, right? You know, it's uh, that makes he and he's like, with hey, like. And- He's he's like I got a bartending license. He's like I'm gonna talk to the beer tent when I'm done wrestling. I'm gonna see if they'll just let me celebrity bartend as Mordecai. (laughs) Okay, man, like do whatever you want to do, dude. And he's uh, bringing out like he got he got he has all these pint glasses that say "Hear me, beer me" with Mordecai on them. He's gonna be selling those. Uh, True entrepreneur, Mordecai this this weekend. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that it was, you know, AIW likes to put together that one weird match usually on a show or, uh, and this, you know, I just kept having these ideas and I just kept circling back to this one and, uh, you know, hopefully the people enjoy it because I don't know. It just, I just look, looking at that graphic just makes me laugh and I don't know (laughs) if that's a good or bad thing, but I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be great. Both of those matches are going to be very entertaining. I think uh, we can assure you that. And I think uh, there are going to be things that happen in them that shock people as well. I don't think it's going to be straight up just laugh the entire time. We're talking about four different individuals in those two matches that that can do some things when it comes to uh, the world of wrestling. So you're, you're going to you're going to get some entertainment there. Um, 
you brought up Derek Dillinger and Dr. Dan earlier. So let's talk about that one real quick. They do end up on this card, as you said. They're in a four-way. Dr. Dan, DCR, Derek Dillinger, he's got Ziggy Heim, she will be with him, Zach Thomas, and Pretty Boy Smooth will also be in this four-way. What an interesting dynamic. With jo- and with he's Jocelyn. also going to have Jocelyn yeah. with him, yes. Um, you know, obviously, obviously, this was not also the plan. You know, this this is another one that kind of came together. Um, you know, uh, this this four way match was, you know, obviously there's a four way on the card in Tampa, and it mm-hmm. was really designed to showcase Trey Lamar and Chase Oliver. And others coming out of the AIW school, it was going to be, you know, it was going to be a full-on showcase of the AIW school in Tampa. That was still the plan going, mm-hmm. you know, as we went to, I assure you, were open. Right. Um, Chase Oliver gets, he gets hurt mm-hmm. uh, that day. And then um, I t- I'm talking with, Alex Shelley and he presents the idea of doing a three-way with with Trey Lamar and Lee Moriarty. The original plan we were going to do Shelley versus Lee Moriarty in a pure rules match. And uh he said, you know, I really think there's a good story there since, you know, I've I've worked with Trey and I've worked with Lee and um you know, they they're getting these opportunities. I'd really like to do a three-way with them. And Trey and Lee also have their own little rivalry. Right. Um, so you know, so then I make that switch and, um, you know, I'm just kind of looking to see who's available. And, you know, I just, I just came up with these four guys, you know, obviously, you know, uh, PB and, and AJ Gray have been tagging quite a bit, but, you know, AJ Gray is one of those guys that's got like eight shows or something this weekend. Uh, so, you know, I just felt that especially with him running for the culture directly after us, you know, he could, he, you know, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't need the uh, need the booking and I thought you know this could be a good opportunity to put PB in a in a good spot on the show to showcase you know, that he's been working hard during quarantine as well um, Zach Thomas is another guy that's extremely hungry wasn't necessarily gonna make it on the Tampa card that was you know that was up for debate still um, as as well as Derek but you know, I, I think the the Derek and Ziggy thing has has a little bit of legs on it, and it's interesting. And um, I think it's giving Derek kind of new life, so to speak, as a singles guy. With how you know Dan Housen is broken out, CK is gone, Eddie only is lost in an, another area code. So you know, <laughs> it just gives it gives Derek a you know a kind of a new lease on life, and. Um, I think that you know it works, and these guys, you know, it's it's a it's a make or break situation for them. And Doctor Dan, you know, I love to be mean to Doctor Dan and bust his balls, but Doctor Dan does work hard to get a lot of these things to happen. And yeah. um, you know, I think that he earned himself a, a spot on this show. Whether you know, people want to argue about. Uh, you know who's the most talented people available, or whatever. That's not why we book shows. And you know, Doctor Dan works hard, and he's done a lot of things behind the scenes to help AIW. And uh, to me, I think he's earned the opportunity to showcase himself on a, on a big show. Uh, last year, you know, I think he just managed last year. So, 
Um, I think that, uh, or maybe did he wrestle? Was it him and Ethan Page, or did he manage? I can't remember. Um, no, no, he ma- he managed because it was uh, Ethan Page and, and MJF against Space Monkey and Colt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think Dan earned Dan earned his earned his way and um, onto this show and uh as did all as did all of them that that are getting this opportunity to be perfectly fair you know like uh, yeah. pb still traveling up from erie to train at the adobe school all the time zach thomas is there all the time dan is there you know also trying to help run the classes with dom um jocelyn navarro is you know someone that's been coming all of you know quarantine since we've been back up and running uh, so you know I, I just think that this is a good opportunity for these guys and uh you know, I think that uh, they may be the hungriest people of the weekend. We'll see. You know, but uh, I'm I'm letting them loose. I'm giving them no restrictions on Friday night. You know, uh, and this doctor- is this is um, a rare kind of thing. Like usually in a four way scramble, even at AIW, we see like a lot of high flying action, all sorts of different stuff. This is almost a big beefy hoss four way scramble right here. Right, 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 and. You know, uh, maybe, you know, that's that's why I was a little reluctant to do it, obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that they can do it, and I have confidence that they can pull, put something together that people like. Um, and uh, you know, that's that, that's just the way it goes. You know, like uh, some people have have uh, I don't know, maybe are offended. Some talent is offended that they weren't booked on the AW show when they're going to be around. And listen. I I have to be true to my crew of guys that help and do things and you know it, the, AIW is so much more than a one man operation and um, you know they've they've earned their way onto this show whether people like it or not. Yeah, I mean this is a showcase of you know years ago we we built up started creating the AIW Academy and plus plus the camps that we do and all of the people we bring in to do seminars. And and this this card really is a major showcase of all of those people who have been a part of these things, along with, um, you know, the mainstay staples that have been a part of AIW throughout the years or who have and contributed in doing those things, like bringing up Alex Shelley, who's going to take on Trey, Trey Lamar and Lee Moriarty, as we, as we discussed. And which again then just goes to the variety of what you're going to see here because that's just, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I said the word seminar and I feel like that match is going to be a seminar. <laughs> Does that make sense in pro wrestling? It's going to be a clinic of sorts, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, right and there. It just you know, I I'll be honest, I hate three ways, but I was sold on the idea. Alex Shelley sold me on the idea, and um, you know, it, Trey and Lee are both equally. Um, they're both equally excited about it. You know, yeah. the big plan going into Tampa was I definitely wanted to showcase Lee and Trey for their skills. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the scramble was going to be set up for um, Trey and Chase Oliver. And then there would be, you know, the two others were up for debate on who they were going to be in Tampa. And uh, we were going to do lee versus uh you know what we were working on uh for most of tampa was to try to get lee versus ultimo dragon um and you know because ultimo dragon for those who don't know 
is the one that told me Lee Moriarty was going to be a star when he came and did the Ultimo Dragon seminar at the AIW school. So mm-hmm. I thought that that was going to be an interesting story. Obviously, that that did not line up. Um, and, uh, you know, but the plan was always to give those guys two big showcases on that WrestleMania weekend stage because at that point, Lee Moriarty still, he wasn't entry. They weren't popping up on any other shows, you know, they right. were not a lot, you know, they weren't, they weren't getting featured like they are now. So, uh, that was the plan. <clears throat> Obviously that was still something that I wanted to do with this show. And, um, you know, now they're, now they're going to be featured in the same match with uh, a guy that is one of their mentors. Yeah. It's, it's going to be one to look forward to. And, um, you know, the fallback of, of Lee and Ultimo Dragon, another idea that was discussed was Lee and Eric Stevens, you had mentioned, uh, and said this one, we get Dom Guarini and Eric Stevens, uh, which is still going to be something pretty awesome. And, and there's a story to this as well, because it was just over a year ago, Eric Stevens comes back into pro wrestling, has a list of people he wants to face, Dom Guarini is on there, and... Uh, they go. They main event night one of the Jaylet tournament in 2019 in Eric's Eric's AIW debut. Yeah. So and and that's what led me to that, you know. And I kind of touched on this when we talked about. Uh, I assure you, we're open. But obviously, the plan was to go with Dom and and Tuan in Tampa. You know, we had been building right. to that. Uh, we were looking for the same breakout performance that Josh Bishop and and Dom had. And, um, you know, I just, uh, you know, uh, I just have not been happy with Chuan's, uh, I, I guess, you know, lack of motivation or whatever during quarantine. But, you know, Tuan has also been dealing with things. He lost his job because of because of COVID and there, there's a lot going on with him. Uh, so, you know, I don't necessarily know that he was in the right headspace, to be perfectly honest. But, uh, you know, uh, he did that. He did that. Him and Dom kind of did their blow off match at ICW. You know, they which I didn't think was was that's certainly not what I had envisioned uh, for them. You know, for that match to go, and uh, you know they did it there, and I didn't I didn't think that the chemistry was there for that sort of violence for them, uh, which is the where we were building to. On top of, uh, you know, Tuan has gotten himself out of, you know, he's not in, he's not in shape. He's not in shape right now. And, uh, you know, that's no disrespect to Tuan. You know, you just got to, when you're a performer, you have to stay ready and in shape. And uh, we had a talk in Indianapolis and, uh, you know, I told him everything of my concerns. And uh, to his credit, I popped in at the training center the other day and Tuan was there. And Tuan is back to working, working hard and getting the back to where he was at to, you know, I've not given up on Tuan that that's not, uh, that's not what I'm saying either. You know, he just needed to get a, get himself back into the gym and back, back training. So, you know, that angle kind of went away and, uh, is I was looking, one, go ahead. Is he one of those guys, let me ask you where we've talked about on previous episodes, especially during COVID and, and coming right out of um, like our our shutdowns of stuff, is he one of those guys who really needed? You think needs wrestling needs to be around it, needs to be a part of it. It's it's just a positive influence. 
Uh, absolutely. I think, you know, and to be fair, I think that there are a lot of people like that, you know, mm-hmm. that it keeps it, it, it keeps them it keeps structure for them for their lives. And, uh, you know, I think that definitely helped with Tuan. Like I said, you know, um, where he worked was one of the businesses that got destroyed during the, uh, yeah. the, the protest rioting in Cleveland. Uh, they had to close down. He lost his job. Obviously, this is not time to be looking for a new job. It's hard to find a job. Um, so, you know, he had a lot of personal things that have happened, you know, over the last six six or seven months. Uh, but uh, I did talk to him. You know, he is uh, he's working again, and he's back at the AW school, and, you know, he's, he's trying to get himself back to where he's at. So, you know, uh, we have not seen the last of Tuan in AIW. I just had to make a decision uh, that you know. Sometimes you gotta you gotta give some some tough love and some you know have some difficult conversations with guys. Um, and I know he was looking forward to it, and I know Dom was looking forward to it. But you know, I just didn't think that he was he was ready for it right now. Uh, so Eric Stevens, I thought you know was a good was a good audible to move to. Like you said, there's a built-in story there already. Um, you know, not everything needs a big storyline to go into it. Uh, this is just really put on the card to have a really, you know, surefire good match. Yeah. Um, and it's, in terms of guys making the most of opportunities who have been working hard, even during their time off, getting rewarded again, as annoying as they may be, the Bitcoin boys find themselves on this card with the Duke. And, uh, this kind of is a continuation from what we saw at I Assure You We're Open when they interrupted the match between Swaggle and uh, Levi Everett. And we are going to get the Bitcoin boys with the Duke in their corner taking on Alley Cat and Levi Everett. Alley Cat having come to the aid uh, of Swaggle and Levi at the last show. So now we get... Do we have a name for them? For Levi and Alley Cat? Uh, there's been... There's there's been there there's been a lot suggested. Uh, I think Pedro suggested the the best one to me, where he just said Amish Roadkill, like just call them Amish Roadkill. <laughs> I I did uh, enjoy uh, Derek came up with Amish Paradise. Oh, uh, there's a, yeah, there's Amish Paradise. There's a there's a ton of them. Um, I don't know if they're gonna go with anything official, but this is an example of another match that was definitely not set to happen in Tampa or in Indiana Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, just uh, a bunch of circumstances of things getting moved around, and you know that that team of Levi and Alley Cat and Swaggle and Nate Webb, <coughs> they just took that you know the, that iconic kind of screenshot was floating around of them just sitting together drinking beer, and you know Levi is obviously a guy that's been working very hard, not a product of the AW school, but a guy that's. That, that really does it right, and, you know, he travels around and he helps, and he's been doing that for a year or two. Just, uh, you know, he's been going to shows and uh, hitting the road and, and, and offering help, and, uh, you know, not a nice Amish boy, as everyone would probably suspect. So, uh, you know, it, and the, the Bitcoin boys, obviously, you know, they were probably not going to make it on the Tampa card either. They weren't going to make it on the – you know, probably the Indiana card this Friday. But yeah. uh, a lot changed based on, you know, how the show I Assure You Were Open was going and how things were clicking. And, 
you know, it kind of got my brain moving and I, I said, well, okay, well maybe I'll drop this and I'll move this. And, um, you know, I thought that there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of good chemistry there. Um, and, uh, you know, the, uh, this is an example of the kind of reduced, I don't want to say reduced pressure, just the, the, the different pressure from a WrestleMania weekend to, uh, you're the only show at 8 p.m. on Friday night, this, you know, collective weekend. There's just a different booking mentality. And uh, I thought that this would, you know, this would work. You know, obviously, you know, Alley Cat wasn't, wasn't going to be on the show in Tampa. Levi Everett definitely wasn't. The Bitcoin boys uh, probably weren't. And, uh, you know, the Duke, if he showed up, was probably going to do commentary. So, you know, it, this just goes to show you that um, as a wrestling booker, you cannot be set in your ways and, you know, say, well, this is the plan and this is what I'm doing and whatever. Like, um, you know, I, I saw how that unfolded and it was unfolding, honestly, during the most stressful part of that entire show. And it, it yeah. I assure you were open. That's, uh, that's when the rain is happening and all this other stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, after, you know, I went back and I watched it back, I said that, you know, there's something here. There's, uh, there's a lot more that that can be done. So, you know, I said, fuck it, let's let's do it. You know, let's let's make this match. And, you know, there was maybe a 40 acres tag or, you know, we were talking about, you know, thinking about doing like a four way tag or something. And I said, you know, like, let's just give them, uh, you know, a, a showcase spot on this show and see what they can do. You know, kind of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, make or break or sink or swim scenarios on this show. Uh which, like I said, my my opinion is, I think that you know that brings out the best in people. But there are people, you know, that also do they they underperform with that pressure. So we'll see. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's move right to maybe the biggest sink or swim matchup of the entire car, the entire evening. A lot of people have seen this guy. They've watched him on IWTV. And he has been a part of the Rip City Shooters for uh, the last couple shows, but not a lot of people have seen him in a match. And he gets it uh, this Friday. We're talking about the Brickster, Mr. Brickster, taking on Mance Warner. Uh, whew, I, yeah. I just, a lot, of, a lot of hard punches coming. Obviously, you know, this as well was not was not on the docket you know like uh i was thinking of okay well maybe we'll do a uh, some sort of showcase match with mance or you know do something you know bring somebody in initially it was going to be like let's bring in a weird name versus mance and then you know dan house and mordecai isn't they're not even on the card and you know seeing watching that match unfold like it, it it's really crazy that it was only a month ago and that just goes to show you how quick things can change when you're running a wrestling company because you know just not like so many of these matches were not planned until i was in kind of the you know just in the fucking frying pan so to speak in the middle of the show happening and watching the show and watching it unfold and seeing what was working and what what wasn't working and i made a it caused me to make a lot of changes for this card this friday and um you know brickster obviously is a guy that uh, you know, I don't know that he's gotten a lot of opportunities anywhere. I don't, I don't know, you yeah. know, and I'm not exactly sure why that is, or, you know, I don't know, but, uh, and maybe, maybe 
he maybe he just has not, has not performed well at, at other places. I'm not sure, but what I am sure of is there's something there with this guy. Um, I, I think that that is without a doubt that there is uh, some star appeal there with Mr. Brixter. Uh, he has kind of all the tools to be something um, in wrestling, and I think that's what makes AIW different. Is like we're not looking for the guys that just do the most flips or the coolest sequences or anything like Brickster and a lot of the guys on the roster for that matter. They, they may not be the flashiest wrestlers, but they do have a presence and a connection and an intensity. And I saw that when Brickster was in the match last month, I thought that if he was to match up with any of those guys, probably Mance would be the best to be able to bring the the best out of him because Mance Warner is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers. Uh, I know, you know, he does have a fan base. However, um, he knows how to bring it out and he knows how to get it out. And he is yeah. a traditionally, you know, like just, he worked the roads and he worked with a lot of good people and, he knows how to do it and, you know, not to pull back the curtain a little bit too much, but I think that Mance can maybe, you know, hit, get Brickster to hit that second gear, so to speak, and, you know, find whatever he's been missing, why he hasn't been getting the opportunities. And, uh, you know, just on a completely, you know, has nothing to do with his performance note. He, he fits in very well. Brickster fits in very well with the AW culture and the people and um, that, if you are a wrestler, that sometimes goes way further than any of your talents, anything you can do. Um, and uh, Brickster just, he fits in very well with the people that are around. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, he definitely fits in very well. And, uh, you know, I thought after talking to him a little bit at uh, Coach's Tavern uh, after after the show, I thought, you know, this guy deserves an opportunity. And, uh, you know, I just I decided to give it to him. Yeah, and, you know, to, to touch on Mance Warner being still an underrated guy despite having his fan base, this is a guy because he's been in so many brawl type of matches as of late that I think people forget that he can – have an old school wrestling match that isn't just a bunch of weapons and uh, just knock them out, drag them out. Like he's going to sit here and have, well, as he likes to put it, a, a WCW match. I mean, to, he, to, he can to, do that. to be fair, though, I do expect this one to maybe be a little bit knockdown down, drag out. Oh, yeah. You know? I do. I do too. But, uh, you know, it's just. Uh, there, there is an art to that in which. Mance I is very good at. And I think. Brickster needs to, you know, like I said, sink or swim. He needs to be thrown into the deep end of the pool and say, here you go, kid. Like, let's let, let's get it done. And I, I think Mance can bring it out of him. I hope Mance can bring it out of him. And, you know, I hope I hope that I don't make the wrong decision. But that's the thing about wrestling and booking and putting a show together is even the sure things are never sure things. So, yeah, I think I think this card is a sure thing. You know, I've thought a lot of cards for sure things, and sometimes <laughs> the thing that I thought was just going to be a filler thing on the card ends up sealing the show. So you, that's what's great about wrestling and pro wrestling as a whole is you never know. There's no there's no secret formula or cheat code you can put in. Shout out to the Duke. He hates when I say that reference. But, um, you know, you, you just got to get out there and do the work, and 
I I really have uh, a lot of high hopes for Mr. Brickster versus Mansur this Friday. And and uh, to your point about Brick fitting in with the locker room, I know to some people that yours that's going to sound like oh, so he's like a part of the click. It's a clicky thing, but no, what that means too is. Brick gets it. Like AIW is a team. This is what I try to explain to people, and I think we've we've talked about it so many times on this podcast. If you look at the entire roster as a team, and the team is all striving to have an amazing show, and they're all going to sit there and push each other, and work harder, and learn from each other, and just drive each other, but doing it together, competing with one another in a healthy manner to put out the best product possible. Brick is one of those guys who gets it and gets that and wants to be a part of that. And, you know, I think that that's where a lot of the the fitting in with everybody comes from. It's like, hey, man, we're here to we're here to just not have drama in a locker room, but put on the best shit that we possibly can to to make AIW succeed and make it look incredible to anybody watching. And I really think, you know, you, you touched on something there that <clears throat> sets us a little bit apart. And uh, AIW does kind of come in like a team. We do have a very much team mentality. And, you know, we do bring in outside talents and, you know, work with people and stuff like that. And, you know, it's not like a us or them situation, but there is a gigantic core that is an AIW team and they are on every show or, you know, they are at every show. And uh, I really think that that puts a different mentality in the head of the performers because it isn't a show of just hired guns that are coming in for a night and, and moving on. There are a lot of guys that do, you know, want to do it for the brand and they want to see the brand succeed. They don't, uh, they want to see the whole show succeed. And, uh, you know, that starts at the top with Matthew justice and Bill Alfonso, the, the champs and, uh, you know, the manager of champions respectively, but, uh, it, it goes all the way down to the, to the first match, not even the first match, the, you know, to Pedro work in the door or cat work in merchandise, uh, or, you know, the students that are around, you know, doing security and odd jobs and, um, I really think that it is a, a very much a, a team mindset for everybody that is involved in the organization. Um, and uh, I I think that's why the show was so successful and so, so highly rated last year in Jersey City. Uh, for those people that were unfamiliar with what we do, I think it really shined through. And I think it's going to shine through again on Friday. Yeah. Hey, as we're going down the list, Monsoon Classic and Jingle Toes Jim handling concessions when we were at the, uh, the Odeon and everywhere else, man, making sure just small things that we don't have to worry about. And it, right. It's a, it's a whole it, it's a whole team, you know, and Monsoon, you know, Monsoon Classic is really an unsung, uh, an unsung guy. And, and so is Jingle Toes Jim, as silly as that these names sound. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Monsoon still makes hype videos for the shows. You know, he was. Yeah. He, he made one last month. I, I'm almost positive he's going to make one this week. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's just a team effort. And, you know, I get that, you know, some people don't get it or some people, they just want to see an athletic show and move on. And they think AEW sucks because we're, we're different. I, I, I get that. That's what's great about wrestling. You don't have to like us. Uh, and you don't have to you don't have to like another show either. Like it, everyone has a choice. Uh, but for us, I think this is this is what works best. Uh, I've been involved with AIW from the very first day. I'm the uh, I'm the only one that's been there for 
every single year. Um, and I feel like right now the culture of AIW is probably, you know, it's at a, just morale and everything is is at such an all time high. Um, and that's really, it, it goes to, you know, 2018 and 2019 and how we've, we really became this well oiled machine. And, um, you know, I was unsure of how that well oiled machine was going to work when we decided to do the show last month. And it was like seven months hadn't even passed. You know, it was like nothing had changed. Everything picked up right where we left off. And, uh, you know, I, I really think that that's because of the, the team mentality that is so strong within AIW in, in, in the locker room. Yeah. Uh, and so on that note, when we talk about team AIW, we roll into, man, I, I know that we've been really pushing, uh, the no rope barbed wire, but for all, uh, intents and purposes to me, this is a double main event show, right? Because we're, we're going tag team titles on the line in a two out of three falls, with oh, PME and I mean, to infinity and beyond. It's, you know, uh, and I know I've kind of downplayed some of the uh, matches involving the students who n- might not have gotten on the Tampa show, but I, I really look at this like, honestly, it's like a five, it's like a five main event show, um, you know, from, from Dan Housen and Mordecai to <laughs> Karate Man and, and Tom Lawler, um, you know, Stevens and Stevens and, uh, and Dom. Dom, yeah. Actually, a six main event show. Honestly, Moriarty, Shelley, yeah, and and, and Trey. Trey. Um, obviously, what you were leading to right here with two Infinity and Beyond and PME, and obviously the uh, the No Ropes Barbed Wire match. Um, you know, I really, I, I really feel very strongly that this is going to be a, a really good show, and. You know, I'm normally very doom and gloom about how things are going to turn out, but I just feel like this is, I don't know. It just, everything feels right about it, which scares me. Uh, two two out of three falls. Um, I mean, we're, let's talk about it because there's an interesting thing here. Uh, two Infinity and Beyond, PME, they've gone at it so many times now. And sometimes, I know we have discussed it, there is... There's been the concern of, and even from those guys, do we do we come close to burnout in terms of the fans? Um, but we're, we're pushing forward here two out of three, and it seems like this isn't, uh, I think back, what, four years ago, five years ago maybe, to Infinity Beyond and Hot Sauce Entertainment, and we went back and forth, back and forth. But this is something completely different. Am I right? Yeah, you know, and it's just... <laughs> You know, I know, I know that my I myself had reservations about going to the well on it one last time, but you know the the story last year was so great and the culmination was so great and um, they just have such great chemistry and you know this is one uh, this match serves two purposes honestly when I look at it yes uh, the story is there for everybody that follows the IW so closely everybody is so invested in these two teams whether they, you, you love them or hate them everybody that is an AIW fan knows of this rivalry and is invested in it because it's been good and I, I don't think that anyone is sick of it like maybe they were sick of 2 Infinity Beyond and Hot Sauce Entertainment I don't know that they had the same 
fanfare, you know? Yeah. Um, PME is, you know, they are homegrown guys. They come from the AW school. They have worked hard. There's a lot more of kind of a, a connection with them and the fans. I think they've seen them grow. They've watched their entire journey, not just their journey in AIW. Uh, but also it serves the purpose of, for people that don't follow, don't know the rivalry, don't know anything about AIW are just there because they bought the package on fight or, or, or bought the GA package through the collective. They're just going to every show. They don't, they don't know. They don't care. This is a, this is a for sure thing. You know, this is, mm-hmm. this is something that I know will be great and I'm not trying to jinx it. Knock on wood. I think that, uh, you know, this is a match that, you know, you, you could put out on any show anywhere in the country right now, not only in AIW and they're going to deliver. And I think, in, you know, when you're looking at that quality of show that you need to put out when you're competing with all these other shows, you know, not head to head, but you know, you're, you're still trying to put on the best show of the weekend. This is a, this is a sure thing. And, uh, you know, so I looked at it as serving two purposes. It's, it's going to have the AIW loyal fan base very invested. And for those people that don't know anything about AIW or these teams, I think that they're going to open a lot of eyes. Yeah, that's uh, that's well said. I mean, that's the best explanation you can give, and love it, love it. Uh, but let's 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 end obviously on the match of the the night, the one that uh, presumably will go on last, if I'm not mistaken. It is going uh, on last. Joshua, I guess. Bishop well, I guess with, I'll I guess I'll cover yeah. that right now before you even say it. Mm-hmm. For those uh, who are curious. The no ropes barbed wire will go on last. What that means is there will be no intermission until it's time for the no ropes barbed wire. So we are running straight through until the no ropes barbed wire because we are still on a clock. And, uh, you know, we do have time restraints because for the culture is starting after us. So we are running straight through with no intermission until it's time to set up the barbed wire. Just to make that completely clear for everybody, um, you know, who were unsure because you know when we've done barbed wire matches in the past in the aw they've opened the show or you know different things so this is we are running straight through until it's time for the barbed wire and then you will that's when we will take an intermission we are going to get it up as fast as possible uh we have an entire team in place to do it so i would hope the and the expectation is it is not going to be a very long intermission there you go. So, no ropes, barbed wire. Uh, it's going down. Your challenger, Joshua Bishop, the intense icon with Maserati West Barkley in his corner. Yes, sir. You can count on that. That's a fact, Jack. Uh, they are taking on. They are, but it's Josh that's that is challenging here. But uh, Wes will be there, uh, taking on the absolute intense champion, Matthew Justice who, of course, will have the manager of champions, Bill Alfonso, in his corner. And this is another one. This is a rivalry. You know, we talked about uh, the tag teams having a rivalry that's been ongoing. This is another one. This is a rivalry that's... uh, This is... This rivalry, honestly, John, is years built. Going back to when uh, the young kids of uh, No Consequences took on the old AIW guard and Matthew Justice was a part of that and he roughed up some of them including Trey Lamar and a young Joshua Bishop and 
uh, stories of after parties where Josh Bishop is falling asleep and Matthew Justice is trying to <laughs> light the little uh, mothball things, his hair or his, his socks. He's got the little mothball things on his socks as people have done, you know, various things. And there has been respect. Yeah, this is the ring this, has been built up. And there's but this kind of a rivalry. It's a kind of a rivalry in real life. Um, yeah. And from what I've been told, Matt Justice intends on putting both belts on the line this Friday really? night. Yeah. He hasn't defended the intense belt in a while, so he figured he might as well just throw it on the line too. I don't know if that adds any sort of anything to the match, to be perfectly honest, but you know, he was like, well, hey, bro. He was like hey, bro, why don't I just put both belts on the line? So, okay. It's Look, it's an element I was going to ask because Josh Bishop keeps claiming that he's going to take both of them, and I'm sitting here thinking he knows he's only got the opportunity for one, right? Now, the one that he had the opportunity for was the highest prize, and Matt Justice still could have you know, rested his laurels on the fact that he was a champion uh, of some sort, but... So this is it. This is for for all the marbles, I guess. This is for for everything right here. The both titles. Somebody is walking out as a double champion in this, no matter what. Is what you're saying? I mean, that's what justice has just presented to me. So I mean, I don't see any reason why to argue against it. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, these are these are two guys who have fallen off of a balcony. Uh, who have battled and bloodied each other and uh, have just beaten the hell out of each other every chance, every opportunity that they can get. And it seems like it's all led to this. You've got to find a way to put a, a really, I mean, you got to put find a, find a way to put a stop to the chaos that they Yeah, I don't cause. think, I, 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 I think this is the end of the road. Honest, like I don't know yeah. where where you can go from here. Um, we'll see. You know, uh, barbed wire matches are not fancy. They're not flashy. They are very painful, and uh, sometimes uh, I don't think people even realize how painful they are. And uh, I I believe that I was I'm the only like I think there's only been two, and I was in both of them in AIW. Mm-hmm. Uh, they suck. They scar your body. I still have scars all over from them. And people just think it's, I think people have become desensitized a lot, you know, based on how extreme deathmatch wrestling has gotten over the years. But yeah. uh, I assure you, outside of falling off something very high, there is nothing more dangerous and with more potential for things to go wrong than a no ropes barbed wire match. So both of these guys want to, uh, they want to be legends and, uh, this is, this is an opportunity, I guess, to be legendary and, uh, is something that, that people can remember for a very long time. Uh, we are absolute intense wrestling. This is as intense as it gets in yeah, terms of is, the ropes I mean, barbed this wire. This is the, you know, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm very, I'm nervous about it. Um, I have my reservations about doing it in Tampa. I have my reservations about doing it now. <clears throat> they both want to do it. I don't know if that's the right decision or not, but they both want to do it. And I was talked into it, I guess, is the best <laughs> I could say. And uh, I'm going to let them do it. And I am pretty nervous. I think regardless, this is must-see. 
whether it's live or on Fight TV. I, I, you know, I think the No Ropes Barbed Wire match has has maybe lost some of the gusto based on, like I said, how extreme deathmatch wrestling has gotten in deathmatch tournaments. But man, there is there's nothing like it in the world of pro wrestling. Um, it is very dangerous and it is just there's so much potential for error and i think that it's if you've never seen one live you should see one live honestly for cuz you you don't know when you're going to see another one to, there's there, they don't happen that often anymore um you know this is going to be a straight up legit no rope barbed wire match no you know no gimmicks no you know no also, you know, light tubes falling from the sky. This is going to be no ropes barbed wire, uh, as traditional as as it sounds. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It is. Uh, it has me nervous. I, I I feel nervous for both of those guys. I feel, uh, all four, honestly, all four of the guys that are going to be out there. And um, I think that that is something that hopefully creates intrigue as well and you know people tune in on fight um you know that's what these guys are doing it for they they they're not doing it for you know themselves or you know honestly they're you know not even the downplay of the titles they're not doing it for the titles they're doing it because they want eyes on aiw this friday night uh they truly are doing it for the brand as justice says all the time and uh you know they do want to be legendary but they want to they they want to become legendary in AIW by putting AIW on the map. Uh, both of those guys feel very strongly about that, and uh, you know I hope it works. I hope people tune in on Friday night, and I hope that uh, you know everyone uh, comes out of it you know as as safely as possible. Um, but uh, you never know, and uh, you know hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully people do tune in on fight or you know come and and see it live you know whatever you you prefer to do but uh you know these guys want people to watch it that is why they want to do this and uh i don't want them to be disappointed so i i hope you know people tune in or come live and experience it because these guys are putting their they're literally putting their their bodies and and lives on the line uh this friday night to to entertain you and uh there is no way that they're not leaving without scars on their body i mean i think that's a foregone conclusion yeah 100 percent. that's uh that's the best way to put it there will be scars uh these lives will be changed here after after this match and uh, look you can watch it if you're there are still tickets available uh just find aiw on social media at ai wrestling to get links to tickets but also if you're not going to make the trip for whatever reasons Watch it on Fight TV. To just watch AIW, it's twelve ninety nine. Get that some people are limited on funds. Don't think that you have to buy the entire collective package on Fight TV. You can buy it for just twelve ninety nine. You're not going to be home at eight o'clock. Doesn't matter. Buy it, and you've got uh, unlimited replays, so you can watch it at any point in time after there. Uh, if you want to buy the entire collective package, it is $139.99, and you're going to get shows from Sup Grabs. You're going to get For the Culture, like John said, goes on immediately after us. You, of course, get uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break. 
uh, Bloodsport, so many other shows to go along with AIW as well throughout the weekend. Uh, Shimmer has a show as well. So that all of that for $139.99. But AIW, just $12.99 if you want to get it by itself. You are going to see the entire card that we went over all emanating live from Indianapolis, Indiana, 8 p.m. Eastern, this Friday, October 9th. John Thorne, final thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I felt kind of uncomfortable even talking about the Norrups Roadwear match. I know. It's, uh, it, it's like it's 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 real now and uh it, it does make it, it does make me a bit uncomfortable um even though i've done them before and i've survived them before i think the fact that i've done them is what makes me so uncomfortable for those guys because uh, it does it does have you know long lasting effects and it does suck you know even eric ryan will tell you that's the it's the it's the most painful and dangerous match in pro wrestling there's what's no the di- doubt what's the difference and you say that, and and these guys in this match have had matches and have utilized barbed wire as weapons, and it's been utilized against them. What is the difference in having no rope barbed wire and barbed wire involved in a match? I'll tell you uh, exactly what the difference is. Say you do a barbed wire board, there's barbed wire. It's, it's somewhat loose and kind of, uh, you know, it, 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 it still punctures you, but... You know, it, it's it's flexible, I guess. Barbed wire is kind of like a flexible thing when it comes mm-hmm. off. You know, it's like you, you can move it around. It's flimsy. When you go with barbed wire, you put tension on it. It's just it's tense, just like wrestling ropes, but it's not cable. It is the barbed wire is metal, and once it's ten, once it's tense, it does not move. So when you try to pull yourself out of the barbed wire, you're cutting yourself uh, because the when you do like a barbed wire board or barbed wire baseball bat, it's not as tense. It's very, you know, it, it, I, I guess it's easier to work with, uh-huh. but when you have that, when you have that tension on the ropes and you hit those ropes for the first time, it, it, it's like it, running into knives, honestly, like it, you get punctured everywhere. And if you try to, you know, like you're not bouncing off the ropes, you're, you're, you're hitting them and things are going into your body. Those, those barbs are going into your body. And to get loose, you have to move your body around. And when you're moving your body around, those barbs are moving around inside of your body, and they're making cuts and gashes. And uh, there's there there's just a lot that can go wrong. Well, that's uh, that that should that should uh, do up your intrigue, folks. If you are uncertain about whether you really want to buy it or or what previously. There's that. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that, like John said, it's going to be worth watching. You should watch and experience one way or the other. Uh, yeah, I, I hate to say that I'm looking forward to it because like, you, I, I feel very uncomfortable uh, knowing everybody involved in this match. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know. But the, the whole yeah. the whole card is going to be fantastic, though. And this is a you know, and and just kind of stray away from it and talk about the idea of the collective. Obviously, the the collective was created for WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. um, and you know we we've you know had to adapt from that in the second year of the collective. And what I will say, if you come out and you support this entire event or multiple events or whatever, whether it's through attending live or ordering the packages on on fight. I will say that if we can prove that this idea works without needing an anchor, 
like WrestleMania weekend and we turn it more into it, a freestanding wrestling festival of sorts, uh, similar to what, you know, happens in music now all the time. Uh, I will say that there's probably possibilities for more collectives that are not attached to WrestleMania weekend and, uh, you know, are, are freestanding. This is, th- this is a pilot project or pilot idea, so to speak this weekend, if the collective can exist, Without WrestleMania weekend, maybe this idea of wrestling promotions coming together in different parts of the country can happen more often without WrestleMania weekend. Um, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe you know it proves that you do need that big anchor event and you do need that big WrestleMania weekend event to be a success. Uh, so th- there's a lot kind of riding on this weekend um, as far as you know the collective moving forward. And, you know, talking to, to Brett and other promoters that, you know, are involved in, in organizing it. Um, I know that it is definitely, you know, something that has been discussed. Like, hey, if we can do this, if this does work, we can do this again without WrestleMania weekend somewhere else in the country. Um, so, you know, who knows? I, I would say, you know, maybe that is a little piece of intrigue to uh, get people to support it. I don't know. I hope you do support it. I hope you support everybody. Everybody, all the promoters are, you know, banking a lot on this thing being success this weekend. Um, outside of, you know, GCW and Black Label, uh, virtually none of the promotions have really run. Uh, hardly any events. You know, we ran one. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of people are banking on your support this weekend, whether it's through fight or attending live. Uh, I think there's tickets available still for every single show if you decide that you want to come. Uh, maybe spring break is sold out. I don't know. But uh, I would say that probably every show still has tickets available if you want to come out and support these promotions. Not only AIW, support every support them all, honestly. Everybody needs your support uh, if you want to see independent wrestling continue to exist uh, in, in the post-COVID world or, you know, coexist uh, in the COVID world, you know, uh, either way, we, we need your support to, to continue to try to work our way through this. Yeah, there you go. That's the best way to put it. Um, I've, there's no need to, to say much more, more on this. Uh, again, Friday, this Friday, October 9th, 8 PM Eastern. You can buy it on fight TV, 1299, uh, buy the entire collective, $139, 99 cents to watch the entire weekend. Unlimited replays through fight TV. There are still some tickets available. Find AIW at AI wrestling on social media, and you can find those ticket links very easily. It is AIW's thunder in Indianapolis and it is going to be a spectacle. It's going to Heart be an Monday, baby. It's Heart, going to be an experience, folks. Heart yeah. sell Monday. <laughs> Hopefully so, we sold some people. Yeah. So buy it in any form, whatever form you're willing to do. Make the purchase. Come watch us. Come experience this with us or watch it from home. No problem with you doing that. Tweeting along, letting us know your thoughts on it. But it's happening. It's this Friday. And... Uh, Hey, we, we hope to see you there You're, or talk to you. You'll hear us. Uh, for AIW owner John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you if we don't talk to you this weekend. Then we'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. Woo! Hard sell Monday. Buy a ticket. Take the ride. Goodbye. <laughs>